Preface to With Christ in the School of Prayer This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Christopher Smith With Christ in the School of Prayer by Andrew Murray Preface of all the promises connected with the command abide in me there is none higher and none that sooner brings the confession not that i have already attained or am already made perfect than this if ye abide in me ask whatsoever ye will and it shall be done unto you power with god is the highest attainment of the life of full abiding and of all the traits of a life like Christ, there is none higher and more glorious than conformity to him in the work that now engages him without ceasing in the Father's presence, his all-prevailing intercession. The more we abide in him and grow unto his likeness, will his priestly life work in us mightily, and our life will become what his is, a life that ever pleads and prevails for men. Thou hast made us kings and priests unto God. Both in the king and the priest, the chief thing is power, influence, blessing. In the king, it is the power coming downward. In the priest, the power rising upward, prevailing with God. In our blessed priest-king, Jesus Christ, the kingly power is founded on the priestly he is able to save to the uttermost, because he ever liveth to make intercession. In us, his priests and kings, it is no otherwise. It is in intercession that the church is to find and wield its highest power, that each member of the church is to prove his descent from Israel, who, as a prince, had power with God and with men, and prevailed. It is under a deep impression that the place and power of prayer in the Christian life is too little understood that this book has been written. I feel sure that as long as we look on prayer chiefly as the means of maintaining our own Christian life, we shall not know fully what it is meant to be. But when we learn to regard it as the highest part of the work entrusted to us, the root and strength of all other work, we shall see that there is nothing that we so need to study and practice as the art of praying aright. If I have at all succeeded in pointing out the progressive teaching of our Lord in regard to prayer, and the distinct reference the wonderful promises of the last night, John 14 verse 16, have to the works we are to do in his name, to the greater works, and to the bearing much fruit, we shall all admit that it is only when the church gives herself up to this holy work of intercession that we can expect the power of Christ to manifest itself in her behalf. It is my prayer that God may use this little book to make clearer to some of his children the wonderful place of power and influence which he is waiting for them to occupy, and for which a weary world is waiting too. In connection with this, there is another truth that has come to me with wonderful clearness as I studied the teaching of Jesus on prayer. 
It is this, that the Father waits to hear every prayer of faith, to give us whatsoever we will, and whatsoever we ask, in Jesus' name. We have become so accustomed to limit the wonderful love and the large promises of our God, that we cannot read the simplest and clearest statements of our Lord without the qualifying clauses by which we guard and expound them. If there is one thing I think the Church needs to learn, it is that God means prayer to have an answer, and that it hath not entered into the heart of man to conceive what God will do for his child who gives himself to believe that his prayer will be heard. God hears prayer. This is a truth universally admitted, but of which very few understand the meaning or experience the power. If what I have written stir my reader to go to the Master's words and take his wondrous promises simply and literally as they stand, my object has been attained. And then just one thing more. Thousands have in these last years found an unspeakable blessing in learning how completely Christ is our life and how he undertakes to be and to do all in us that we need. I know not if we have yet learned to apply this truth to our prayer life. Many complain that they have not the power to pray in faith, to pray the effectual prayer that availeth much. The message I would fain bring them is that the blessed Jesus is waiting, is longing to teach them this. Christ is our life. In heaven he ever liveth to pray. His life in us is an ever-praying life, if we will but trust him for it. Christ teaches us to pray not only by example, by instruction, by command, by promises, but by showing us himself, the ever-living intercessor, as our life. It is when we believe this, and go and abide in him for our prayer life too, that our fears of not being able to pray aright will vanish, and we shall joyfully and triumphantly trust our Lord to teach us to pray, to be himself the life and the power of our prayer. May God open our eyes to see what the holy ministry of intercession is to which, as his royal priesthood, we have been set apart. May he give us a large and strong heart to believe what mighty influence our prayers can exert. And may all fear as to our being able to fulfill our vocation vanish as we see Jesus living ever to pray, living in us to pray, and standing surety for our prayer life. Andrew Murray, End of Preface